changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark, and it's Friend Friday on the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Now, with spring and summer feeling like they're just around the corner, I thought it would be fun to talk to Holly Baker today as she can tell us about some wonderful vacation locations to try this year. Holly, welcome to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Hi, Amy. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's great to have you on. Holly lives in Edmonton, Alberta with her husband, Sean, and her daughter, Ren, and their three dogs. And we love dogs at Chicken Soup for the Soul. (laughs) Holly has a passion for renovating short-term vacation homes. And she does this all over the United States and Canada. She's a real expert on how to take a home, make it into a great vacation home, and then put it up for rental. She's a fabulous designer. She's a, a real estate investor. And she's also the host of our hit show, which has just finished airing on A&E. It's called Vacation Rental Potential. And you can still see it online at homeaway.com slash VRP, which we will talk about in more depth. But before we get into that, Holly, tell us how a young woman from Edmonton, Alberta, becomes a real estate maven and a television host. And I sometimes still wake up and like pinch myself because I always felt like I've been doing my dream job just with the real estate and the investing. And when I was asked to do the TV show, that was like one of those moments where you're kind of like, I don't know if this is real, if this email is spam, but um, I'm going to go ahead and respond. (laughs) And I mean, every day I wake up and go, how did I literally get the best job in the world? Like I'm traveling, I'm looking at cool properties. I'm helping amazing people pick these properties. Um, And it, it really has all just been one of those things where I think passion is contagious. And I remember being in like grade three or four and drawing blueprints and sketching layouts of furniture in the blueprints. And I've just always had a passion for real estate. And at some point I'd, got out of university and decided I should buy a property. I think everyone hears that, you know, the order of things is to graduate university and get a job and buy a house. And up here in Edmonton, Alberta, we did have quite a real estate boom a few years ago um, as gas prices were really going up kind of in the mid 2000s. And I was looking around realizing if I don't buy a house, like in the next three or four days, I will probably be priced out of the market. Things are just happening so fast. And so at 22 years old, I bought my first house um, out of a newspaper classified ad, a sight unseen. I dropped off a check for the deposit and thank goodness it all played out well because that could have, looking back, I'm like, what was I doing? That's just insanity. But that kind of spirit of adventure is what's led me down every path I've taken. And then it was after a little while, I was like, why can't I make it better? Why can't I make this house my own? And so I'm watching YouTube videos and learning how to lay hardwood and tile and everything I've done, I've learned how to do it myself so that I could do it affordably and make it the best I can possibly make it by better materials, by doing it myself. And then that slowly, probably around age 26, I decided, why can't I do this and then sell the properties? And, and as I started doing it, I, I was wanting to sell a lifestyle more than a house. Like for me, it's about making the house the best it can be and giving somebody something that they otherwise wouldn't have at that price point. So I love buying especially starter homes 
and making them look like something out of a magazine. Like some of my favorite houses have been 500 square feet and, you know, under a quarter of a million dollars. And people always keep in contact with me, thanking me that they never thought they could have a magazine worthy house. And that sort of translated into real estate as far as rentals and realizing that people really love the package, not necessarily the four walls and what the house looks like from the street. They want to live somewhere or they want a vacation in homes where they feel like they are their best selves. And so that's kind of how it slowly evolved. And now here I'm so excited to be sharing that with people through the show and just in consulting with people all around the country, sharing how to give that experience to their guests or even to themselves. A lot of people deny themselves that in their own home every day. And it's like, you should go home every day and love your house. I think that's true. I always say that you should treat yourself as well as you would treat a guest. And it is true. When you show these vacation homes on television, my husband and I watch the show and we just look at them and we would rent every single one of them. And then the way that you fix them up afterwards, they are so compelling. So let's discuss the show, Vacation Rental Potential, since people can still watch the reruns at homeaway.com slash VRP. And I love how the show works. You, you take a couple or a single person or a family and you show them various potential vacation rental homes in the area they're interested in. And then you discuss the various merits and then you show us what they have chosen at the end. So after a quick break, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the 10 different locations where Holly helped these people pick their dream vacation rental home. Watching that show, Vacation Rental Potential, made me realize how little I really know about all the cool places that you can go on vacation in the U.S. So let's talk about some of those locations. I think if you don't live near them, you have no idea that places like Gulf Shores, Alabama exist or Flagstaff. Arizona or Breckenridge, Colorado or the Jersey Shore. Did you learn something when you were going around to all these amazing locations in the U.S.? Oh, yeah. I learned something in every city because before I'm going there, I'm doing as much research as I can, making sure that the families we're working with are seeing the best options and the best opportunities to be successful. So, I mean, I felt like I really almost became a local in every city that we went to. And I, I fell in love with every city, actually. I, I found something to love in every place. And for different reasons, every city, the whole series was special. One thing that I watched with amusement, my husband and I watched it, and we'd see like the wife would want one thing and the husband would want a different thing. And then we, <laughs> I remember we were watching the, the one of, that was shot in um, the South Walton, Florida area. And the husband was saying, well, I want a pool, but I don't want to have to maintain it. But he didn't care how much work they had to do on the house. And, and I was saying, oh, yeah, because he knows his wife is going to do all the work on the house. <laughs> but I think they ended up choosing a furnished one. And I think that's a smart move for them. They're, they have a young family and they actually lived in Ohio. So for them, it was a matter of, you know, let's get into this uh, with as little um, stress as possible because it is stressful when you don't live on site and especially when you have young kids and you're juggling a lot of stuff you're busy professionals so it just depends on the family and I think there was even in one episode in Gatlinburg there's a on-camera moment where she goes I really love this house and he goes I wasn't sure if I liked this and she goes I liked it and you could just tell 
they were buying that house because she had already decided like that's the one. And it's kind of like I'm a therapist. I feel like I have to, you know, massage people's expectations because there's times where one person is really dead set on one thing and the other person either sees the opportunity in the other side of the option or else they both just have totally different ideas. And that happens. Like even in buying your own personal house, this happens all the time. Real estate agents understand there's going to be some compromise. Yeah, it was really fun. And it really made me think, wow, if I weren't doing this more than full-time job at Chicken (laughs) Soup for the Soul, maybe I'd go pick up a vacation property and then make all this extra income from it that would totally pay for the property and allow me to vacation there for free. And then maybe I'd pick up another property. I mean, it it's such a viable business now because it's so easy to list the property on vrbo.com, homeaway.com and put it to work right away, making you money. It was really instructive watching the Vacation Rental Potential show and seeing how viable it is to do this and how at any price point, you really can go ahead and pick up a vacation rental home and then let it probably pay for itself by renting it out online. I mean, you're a super busy person and I think you could even do it. Like it really is something that anyone can do. And when you look at how it's done, these are people who are not only buying properties to be successful and hopefully snowball it into maybe a second business for themselves. But a lot of people are doing this for themselves and their family and and envisioning what they want their future to look like. So it can be something that you do get to enjoy. It's a business that's enjoyable. I mean, I remember my first experience even as a guest in a vacation rental. I still talk to and text with that host all the time. And if, if you like meeting new people having cool experiences, it's it's definitely the business for you. I did a vacation rental through vrbo.com, a house in Maui, and that was a great experience and opened my eyes to the value of renting a home instead of a bunch of hotel rooms, especially if you're traveling with a large family. And we're doing it again in April. We needed five bedrooms, so it made so much more sense to get a house than to rent five hotel rooms. And if you're traveling with a family, it's so much It's so much nicer to have your own kitchen, your own living room, a gathering place. If you have older kids, it's a way to kind of keep them with you instead of having them scatter in a hotel where you lose track of them and you don't get all the family time that you thought you were going to get. Exactly. You can sit back, you can watch a movie together. You don't feel like you have to eat three meals a day at restaurants. So it can be actually an easy way to save money, not only because the accommodations are more affordable, but just by eating breakfast at home every day, you know, that could save you $200 if you're traveling with a group of eight or 10 people. So these little things add up and they make it worthwhile aside from the fact that really these are such unique experiences. And whenever I'm traveling and I'm staying in one, um, I, I just love getting to know neighbors, walking down the street. You really feel like you're a local, like you feel like you came as a visitor and you're leaving as a local in all the cities you've traveled to. And one thing I noticed about the different people on vacation rental potential was how many of them were looking for a home they could actually drive to. And of course, it's so great to just throw stuff in the car and maybe pack in big canvas tote bags or shopping bags instead of suitcases and not have to worry about, you know, leaving your water bottle at security and stuff like that. Are you seeing that as more of a trend now, people picking vacation homes they can drive to instead of fly to? 
Yeah. And one of the fun things about the show is uh, by watching, you do get a lot of insider data because when we're going through and walking through with the homeowners, I'm sharing stuff with them that most people don't have access to. And data shows that almost all the cities that we've traveled to on this season, uh, majority of people booking vacation rentals are coming from within driving distance, usually less than like six hours away. So you're right. You can go into your own fridge, kind of rate it, grab your milk and your eggs and anything you have. You're not having to buy all these new groceries when you travel. It's not the hassle of going through the airport, especially with young kids and car seats and, and strollers and all of that. Like, it's just so stressful. And the added benefit of sometimes it's a lot easier to even bring your family pet. So you can bring the whole family, not just, you know, humans. So what are some of the vacation destinations that people should be looking at right now? A lot of us are planning spring or summer vacations. Are there some new popular areas in the U.S. that are popping up now, maybe areas even that were harder to stay at before because there weren't as many hotels, but now that there are rental homes available, they've opened up the market to more people. I think there's a lot of great places. And sometimes it's just fun to even look on the map and then kind of draw a circle around yourself of how far you're willing to travel. And then go through and look at some of the listings on HomeAway or VRBO, because you might find a cool property that's offering an experience you've never had before. So a lot of people in warmer climates often are traveling to cool places like Breckenridge in the summer. A lot of people think of Breckenridge as a winter destination, but it's also a great summer destination. There's amazing festivals. There's all sorts of fun music and live venues um, for art and all sorts of creative stuff happening there in the summer months. So people who are coming from Texas or, you know, some of these warmer places, they want to travel to places where it's a little bit more cool for them. And, and so it's unique to see how different places um, draw different people for different reasons. Same thing with Flagstaff. Flagstaff was a great city for people coming up from Phoenix, looking for those cooler temperatures in the warmer months. So there's a lot to offer. These are fun places you can go hiking, mountain biking, or downtown has great shopping. And um, like for a small city, Flagstaff had insanely good restaurants. I was so impressed with the nightlife scene and their great food options there. So there's so many reasons to pick these places. And I think we highlighted 10 really good places on the show. Some people want to go to the beach, you know, South Walton. I will be back to South Walton within the next year. I loved it there. It was just picturesque, so unique and great people. That was a gorgeous white sand beach. And I remember the woman walking along and saying that the sand felt like sugar on her bare feet. It was that fine. So yeah, I thought, wow, we got to try that too. I know. I saw that. I said, I've never, I turned to my husband. I said, we've never been there. That looks really interesting being up there on the panhandle instead of down in South Florida. Well, Holly, thank you so much for joining us today. I think that uh, this whole home rental ownership opens up so many new possibilities to us for vacationing in a stress-free way where you can get a real luxury property for the price you would pay for just a regular hotel room. If people want to learn more about it, you can go to homeaway.com. You can go to vrbo.com. You can go to homeaway.com slash VRP to watch episodes of Vacation Rental Potential. You can go to hollybaker.org to learn more about Holly and get all kinds of great tips for how to decorate a home, renovate a home, pick out a home. Holly, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. What a fun time. Thanks for asking me, Amy. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. 
Now, you heard Holly talking about how she pursued her passion and ended up with this really fun career in real estate and on television. Come back Monday for some tips, a couple of quick and easy ways to figure out what you want to do with your own life.